Welcome to 1-800-LUST, call for a good time call. It's been a long-awaited episode, but my usual co-host isn't here, so instead we have Francesca Pinto. Yo, let me tell you, this episode is going to be special. A special time. Yeah, we're going to be kind of trauma dumping in this fucking podcast. No, not kind of. We're going to be trauma dumping, like heavy yeah. I'm airing out so, all my shit today. This is a therapy session. So, like, um, Francesca, how you, like, tell them who you are, what you do, you know, give them the whole spiel, because you're kind of special. Oh, no. I hate this question. I literally like, you've been angry at me before, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because I actually have, and I really fucking hate this question. Um, so, I'm Francesca. I go to the University of Miami. I'm a chemistry major, but um, I'm also an influencer, kind of. Period. I guess, you know. You, she's fucking verified. She's like, I guess. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't consider myself an influencer. You definitely are. Like, I really don't. But she's fucking verified on Instagram. You know. Are you verified on TikTok? No, not yet. What does it soon. take for that? It's soon. coming soon. We're going to manifest it. It's coming soon, period. It is. It is. But... Yeah, no. I just so, post stupid shit. I post my life. Period. She makes really good videos. Um, Her video went around about her um telling Jay Alvarez. What did you say to Jay Alvarez? Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Dude, that a fucking like interview, 15 bitch. million views. That shit yeah. was wild. So I literally just saw him at the Bryce Hall fight. I went up to him and my brother... Like, I didn't even want to take the picture with him at first because I was like, yo, this is awkward as fuck. Yeah. Nobody's taking a picture with him. Nobody fucking knew who he was at all. And, like, I was not going to be the first bitch to go up to him and be like, yo, can I get a picture? But I was. I was the first bitch to go up to him. You were that bitch. I was that bitch. So I did. I was like, yo, can I get a picture? And I just told him, like, hey, you taught me about coconut oil. And he, like, fucking covered my mouth and shit. It was hot. It was low-key hot, but. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, yeah, Francesca really, like, you made it with that video, kind of. Like, that's what really blew you up. Yeah. Yeah. It really did. Francesca's like infamous for like airdropping people, like random photos. The airdrop shit. Yo, I started the fucking that. airdrop trend. Tell them about that. If you ever see a single airdrop video on your For You page, I swear it was all because of me. I literally manifested that shit. Like for real. I started that whole trend. You know what I did? I started it with airdropping random pictures on airplanes. Right? And. From there, it just escalated. I started airdropping pictures literally every time I was in any public setting. And they were like weird pictures. Yeah, weird fucking pictures. Like, I would go on Pinterest and search up, like, just weird memes. The weirdest shit I could find. can you tell the listeners how we met? How did we meet? Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm pouring myself another drink, so if you hear the fucking thing. You know over over here, this is unfiltered. We don't care. We don't cut. We don't edit. No, literally. We don't. Like, this is all natural. Can you put the vodka bottle in your chemistry book? Yo, can you pour it over here so it doesn't stain my fucking $5,000 couch, please? Okay, how did we meet? Okay, so my best friend at the time was dating Francesca's cousin. My cousin that I hate right now. Who shall not be named. Yeah, shall not be named because he's a fucking asshole. He doesn't deserve the publicity. Sorry, I use all the margarita mix. I'll just get another one tomorrow. We're fine. (laughs) Okay. And I remember they were talking and stuff, and me and my best friend, who shall not be named as well, because we are no longer friends. Yep. Um, By the way, you can 
burp in this podcast. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Good to You're know. You're welcome. Amazing. Because I might burp pretty soon. Okay. So we met and I was like, hey, she's super cool. I think I like FaceTimed you a couple times and like you came to our lame ass party. What <laughs> like, party? The one at her house. I don't remember. I know. You were fucked up. Yeah. I remember I was having a vlog channel at the time. And you were so funny. You were, like, making makeup videos on YouTube or whatever. You're like, follow me. Like, subscribe to me on, like, YouTube. What? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. And then you're like, a Pop-Tart is a calzone. Oh, I had a phase. I had a phase where I was convincing everybody that a Pop-Tart was a calzone. I was pretty phased by it. Dude, I'm telling you. No, even now, I still am convinced that a Pop-Tart is a calzone. Tell me it's not. Tell me it's fucking not. It is. No, I say that to everyone. it is a calzone. A Pop-Tart is a calzone. It is. Yeah. And ever Period. since then, I was like, you know what? I kind of fuck with her vibe. And even though, like, her cousin wasn't talking to my friend at the time anymore, we still, like, connected, you I know? remember that day that we were supposed to, like, all go on a boat. And we ended yes. up didn't yes. going on a boat. And we just yeah. drove around. Literally. It was kind of fun, though. It was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but... Um, Dude, we were there with that other bitch. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Who was my other friend as well, who literally tried to fucking hex me, but that's for another episode. Yo, that's a whole different thing. That's a whole different fucking episode, bro. Like, fuck that bitch. No, literally. She literally tried hexing me and then posted it on TikTok. Yo. Like, like if you, like, like as if I wouldn't fucking see it, Dude. bitch, I still follow you, you dumb fucking cunt. You work for my family's fucking business. Dude. What do you, and then she got fired, like, my aunt, like fired her and then she got upset i'm like bitch you work for my family's fucking business what did you expect what the fuck is she fired now mm-hmm. oh thank god at least yeah it's almost been like a year or so i was like you're so thank lucky god. that even though we weren't friends i still let you like stay at my aunt's fucking place by the way if we don't speak for like two seconds it's because we're taking a sip yeah like- <laughs> literally so um yeah so me and francesca have been friends ever since and yeah. we've, we've done a lot of couple rendezvous a couple. Many. A couple. Another then. one's gonna be tomorrow, but we'll get into that topic yeah, later. Yeah, we'll get into it later. So, I know I haven't been active on this podcast as of lately, but, you know, I was blowing drying my hair at Francesca's place today. Dyson and I, air wrap, bitches. What do literally. You think? What do you think of the Dyson? I think it's definitely good, but I would. it takes me a while to get to it. Yeah. Because I didn't, like, fully do it well, like, as I should. Like, from what to dry? Yeah. Like, compared to my bookie-ass fucking blow dryer that I got from Revlon. (laughs) That, you know, it was definitely, like, something, like, I would have to get accustomed to to, like, master it. No, I feel you. Yeah. But, like, overall, it came out pretty fucking good, you know? Yeah, for sure. But we were, like, you know, I was blow drying my hair, and we were talking about fucking One Direction. Yo, give us a like if you remember fucking One Direction. Literally ruined my life. No, literally. Like it actually. It gave me a purpose. It changed the trajectory of my entire life. Mm -hmm. Like for real, it really did. No, I agree. So where were you when One Direction broke up? I I remember I was in the fucking Aventura Mall. What? (laughs) Yes. I remember my phone had cracked and like completely broken because it was like a fucking iphone 4 and this is like what 2015 literally yeah but it had been gone through it had gone through a lot and i remember I was at the apple store with my best friend at the time daniela and i was using her phone we were walking around i remember we were in the fucking anthropology and it's anthropology yes bro and she fucking she fucking tells me zane left one direction and i was a zane girl 
I started bawling my fucking Zane eyes out. Zane was hot as fuck. He is hot as Yo, fuck. Don't say mom, he was. He is. My mom never let me like him. That's why I say was. But it was just because my mom was, like, super Catholic, too. So it was, like, a different dynamic, mm-hmm. you know? I was always a Liam girl. It's embarrassing to admit, but I really was. Jesus. Liam used to be hot. He was. Like, he, up all night. Tour. In certain... Yes. Yes. In the fucking up all night. He was hot as shit. Dude. I loved Liam. He was so hot. Nowadays, he's cringe. He's cringe. But he's chewy. I love his like long, long yeah, hair. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, like that. Fuck that flowy. I would. I would fuck him. I would definitely fuck him too. For yeah. that One Direction money. For, For the sure. One Direction check. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. But I bro. know he's saving. You remember that the shit. pain train? Yes. Supposedly, I do. Liam Payne. I was like a huge fucking dick. No, you know what I remember. Literally, it was like 2011. The picture of him and the sweatpants in Brazil. Dude! <laughs> on the oh balcony. His whole oh dick print was out. Oh my god, dude. That's a fucking repressed That memory. literally changed the whole dynamic of the fandom. No. But, yeah. Liam was definitely my favorite. He was hot as shit, for sure. But... Every time he buzzed his hair. Like, oh my god. He looked like a fucking... I don't even know. He no, looked like every thumb. time he buzzed his hair, I was like, I still love you, but... <laughs> Baby, grow your hair out. Baby, Harry's looking pretty good, good right, right now. now. Like, <laughs> I, was def- I was a Zane girl, and I was a Harry girl as well. Harry, physically I, and mentally. <laughs> now that I'm mature, and I look back on it, I wish I was a Zane girl. I really do. They matured very quickly. They did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was a what Zane girl. What were you girl. originally? A Zane girl. Zane, Yeah, really? since day one. You strike me as like a Nile. Really? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Yo, no offense to the Nile girls the out podcast. there. Don't say this This is on a filter, baby. We can say whatever we want. Yo. I'm giving you my honest opinion. Nile girls look like they smell. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's honestly true. Like, you know, like when kids yeah. cough. And they yeah. cough with their tongue out. That's exactly the energy they gave me. <laughs> the Nile girls. Oh my god. No, Nile looks fun though. And Nile definitely looks fun. It's just like, he wasn't my type, you know? Like, I was never into blonde guys. I've always been into blonde guys. Always. Really? Yeah. Blonde yeah. hair, blue eyes. You like the, you like the, the conquistador guy. Yeah. The whole colonizer look. Yeah. I fucking love it. You like the whole package. Yep, literally. I was a Zane girl since day one, but also I like I kinda liked Harry, so it was like a kind of like a misconception going on. <laughs> I got like a Zane cupboard cutout and I remember my brother was like off to college. I remember I think Harry definitely has the best solo music. For sure. Mm, it depends. No, I Oh, think for like sure. now? Yeah, now. No, yeah, definitely. Like Pillow Talk was the best Zane song and then he dipped. I'm talking about Harry. I know. When the fuck did I say Zayn? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm comparing Harry to fucking Zayn's solo music. Like, when he came out with Pillow Talk, that was a bop. But then he did that song with Ellie Goulding, and I was like, mm. For the Fiducia Yeah, that's soundtrack. true. That's true. Like, I'm yeah. saying, like, he had his fucking moment. You know, he had his, like, fucking Justin Timberlake moment where he was like, I'm going to do my own thing now. And he came out with a fucking bop. And then, you know, things went separate ways. And then Harry... Started releasing Yo, music. What that, do you think about him hitting Yolanda? I think she deserves it. I do too. Period. <laughs> what fuck is Yolanda. up with the seven fucking almonds? No, because fuck Yolanda Hadid. I hate that bitch so much. She literally ruined Zayn's life. Period. Okay, listen. So I was a huge Zayn girl, but it was weird because when I came to fan fiction, I would only read Harry Styles fan fiction. 
But also, on Wattpad, there was mostly Harry Styles fanfiction. There wasn't really yeah. a lot of the other ones. But I think that's what really got me into Harry. I like, agree. The, 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 I wasn't really a Harry girl until I got on Wattpad. Like, the thought of him thrusting into YN, your name, on no, Wattpad. No, because the fact that his green they were orbs. so graphic... They were so They really were. Graphic. I remember reading after for the first time, like, when it, before it was even a fucking book. And I was like, oh, my God, when I go to college, is, like, the bleeding going to happen? <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. They're like, he thrusted he into it. me. He popped my cherry. And there was blood all over the sheets. That never fucking happened. You want to know what happened in my first time? You know who was my first time. Oh. And I was on top the whole time. Really? How do you know that he finished? <laughs> even Francesca doesn't even fucking know the story. Yo, I was listening to Kodak fucking Black the whole time. It was in my brother's fucking room. What? Yes. I did not know that. And my best friend and his best friend at the time was in my living room waiting for everything to be finished. What? It, it felt like an arranged fucking Are you kidding me? pop. Yeah. Dude. He didn't shit. even tell me when he was finished. Oh, I was like, did you come? He's like, yeah. He made no noise. It was just straight up Kodak Black and me on top for like 30 minutes. <laughs> but I guess that's what happens when you like live with your brother in a bunk bed for all those years. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> I really hope he doesn't listen to this. The two of them. Oh my god. Now we're already 13 minutes in. Speaking of the fucking. The guy I lost my virginity to, like for real, for real. I dated his little brother's best friend. Wait. Sorry, we're silent because I'm like melding shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I really hope no one can fucking hear that right now. <laughs> no, they can't. They definitely can't. <laughs> but, yeah. And I dated him, and he was a pretty good boyfriend. Um, I just was fucking crazy. That's the problem. <laughs> And like looking yeah. back, looking back at it now, um, if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. If you're listening to this, period. Thank you for period. everything that you gave to me and everything that you, you know supplied for and the love you gave me. You know, I just I was going through shit, <laughs> like making a public apology. Yeah. I was just going through some shit, and you know, you were there for me the whole time, and I'm just like, I'm sorry for what I put you through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you were, you were a good boyfriend. I'm sorry that now you're a piece of shit, supposedly, from what I've heard. I'm sorry for breaking you. <laughs> dude, I don't think... No, that's a stretch. Yes, dude, because the girl he dated after me texted me and, like, was like, what did you do to him? Because, like, that hurt. Okay, but how do you know it wasn't the girl before him? Because it was definitely you. me. Because he would have done the same thing to me that he did to her. Bella, I don't know. I think you really paint yourself out in, like, a negative light. Because everyone it. paints me out in a negative light. No, that's not true at all. That's really not it true. It really is, though. No, you just see yourself like that, but it's not true. It's really not. Because Nobody I'm a sees cunt. you like that. Nobody sees you like that, I swear. Okay. Back to One Direction. Back to One Direction. Yeah, I, it really, like, when they broke up, that shit fucking hurt me, bro. I swear, when Zayn left the band, I was so happy because two what? months- What? No, wait, listen. Because two months before he left the band, I had just gone to see, like, one of their last concerts. So I was like, yo. I saw Zayn perform in bitch. one of his last the concerts. The one with the headband? 
I was literally that fucking he bitch. You were wearing a headband, right? I had the all the earrings. I had fucking 1D earrings, 1D necklace, bracelets, nails, everything. One Direction, everything. Drip. Literally One Direction drip, bro. And yeah, I saw Zayn's like last concert and that shit was wild. I fucking hate you. You're the reason why he fucking dropped the band. Honestly, I probably am a little yeah, bit. Yeah, dude, but fucking One Direction fanfiction was, Listen, like, so out of pocket. I don't think Zayn was ever meant to be in One Direction. He had a huge eating disorder because of it. I know. It really fucked him up. And, like, I'm so sad for that because I really feel for Zayn. Like, he's such a nice guy, you know? But I'm so sad that One Direction, like, wasn't as happy for him as it was for us, you know? I remember... Because One Direction was literally the highlight of my childhood. Like, it, it really, really was. was. Yeah. It, like, made me the person that I am today. Literally. Like, just it really the fandom did. and, like, the friends you would make along with, like, the internet friends and Exactly. Shit. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, I was a fucking nerd in middle school. Me like, too. I had absolutely I was a fucking no loser. Friends. I had no fucking friends. And the friends I made online that were, like, like-minded as well yeah. as me, like, made me feel less lonely. And, like... I feel like, you know, sometimes I wish I still, like, kept in touch with them, but it's, like, you know, shit happens. Yeah, I feel you. But, like, I'm thankful for, like, them shaping me into the person that I am today. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, like, I had friends in middle school, but they were all so Different fake. Yeah. Like, fake as fuck. Not real friends. A single one. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I have never opened up to, like, a single one of my friends ever in my entire life. Ever. Except for me. It, literally <laughs> literally exactly yeah yeah but i really need to pee can you continue talking i will pee? absolutely continue Thank talking 110 percent. so guys um i've had a youtube channel since i was like <laughs> no literally i've been making content since i was like i don't even remember since since i can remember since i was like six years old i've been making videos on youtube and I've just been, like, trauma dumping my entire life, I swear. So, um, if you guys want to look it up, you can actually watch the videos still to this day. It's called The Life of Fran. You can literally look it up, and I swear you can, like, relive my entire, my entire childhood. It's all on there. Everything. My shitty parents. All of it. My parents aren't really that shitty. It's just, like, a different dynamic. You know what I mean? They're fine on their own, but together, eh, so, you know. Um, self-plug. Huh? Self-plug. No, literally, self-plug. No, yeah, but the reason they call me the influencer is because I, I got verified on Instagram recently, which was really fucking weird. Mm-hmm. When I got verified, I was in the middle of a fucking chemistry class. I swear, I literally... Did it say you're verified? I was in a Zoom chemistry class, and I unmuted, and I was like, yo, I just got verified on Instagram. And everybody was like... How did they tell you that you're verified? I didn't even find out until I went on my own Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like, I got a notification. I clicked on my profile, and I was like, there's a fucking checkmark here. What is this? Like, yo. Mm -hmm. That was really insane. But yeah. Now I feel like that's all people really care about me for. It's literally just my social yeah. media status, but... No, sometimes I feel like I DM you, and, like, I send you memes, and you never see them because you're verified. <laughs> the amount of DMs I get is fucking insane. You don't understand. On a daily basis, even today, 
It's at least 20, 30 DMs a day. Really? Yeah. Do you get my DMs? Least. I do. So I you're just them. ignoring them? No, I do. I, I look just at them. see that you look at them. Well, if I didn't say seen, then... <laughs> All right, we're bitch. getting a little too... <laughs> yeah. So, back to fucking One Direction. All right. I feel like One Direction's played out. What's no, dude, topic? fan fiction. I'm telling you about fucking fan fiction. Fan fiction changed my life. No, because it's seriously like fan fiction was my me. sexual maturity at like twelve years old. Literally though. Yeah. What was like your type of fan fiction? Always Harry Styles because they but, were like, all Harry Styles. Though? But like what? All of the sexual Harry Styles ones. <laughs> Literally, I swear. I like the ones that he was like very dominant. <laughs> like it was punk Harry. Yo, but the thing is, I know he would never be like that. Like, now that I know who Harry Styles is, yeah. there's no way he would be, like, a dominant I feel like he low-key is, though. I don't think so. You think Harry Styles is dominant? In the fucking sheets? A hundred per fucking percent. You think if you fucked Harry Styles, he'd be like, no, you have to do this. Yes! Really? <laughs> yes, dude. I don't think so. I really I, don't. I believe it with my whole fucking heart. That man is not who he portrays himself to be. I feel like he would be. be like, no, just do whatever you're comfortable with. Like, Obviously, he'd be, like, he'd be like, like, I want you on your fucking knees sucking my cock. But also, he would be like, if you want to. I feel that, yeah. That doesn't make sense. Like, he would definitely be consensual and like be like, hey, are you into this Absolutely, and he would be consensual. I feel like he would have like a conversation with you before. Yeah, for sure. And then like turn into this whole different person. Like every guy. No, yeah, that's the best type of fucking Literally, guy. like, every guy I'm in sorry. the world. If you don't change into a different fucking human being, if you don't fucking shapeshift when you're having sex, I'm sorry. I agree with that. I completely agree with that. Yes, yep. dude. Yep. I don't want to fuck you. I want to fuck the alter ego Dude, because you. sexual you is just, like, a different person. Yeah. It's like, weird. <laughs> like, you just want different things. I don't I know. I don't want to be laughing during sex. <laughs> You've never laughed during sex? I always laugh during sex. I literally, sex. it's like a requirement. Like, yeah, that's how I feel comfortable. I only laugh, bro. I'm making so many jokes. Oh my god, it's uncomfortable, but... This is what this whole podcast is, to make you uncomfortable. That's my whole life. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, but it definitely, like, opened up... Okay, because I would list, I would watch, like, a, not watch, I would read a lot of, like, Dominant Harry fanfic. But also, like, there was just this one fucking fanfiction that was so beautifully fucking written to this day. It haunts me. What? I don't remember what it was called. I'll show you later. But it was so fucking good. Like, I would reread it again. It was beautiful. I have never reread a fanfic. I reread this one four times. I would love to reread a f- reread. I reread it four times. That's oh. how pretty it was. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh it was amazing. God. Like I wanted to be a fucking movie, dude. Oh it was my God. too good. Wait. So what was your middle school life? Okay. So imagine this. I'm two hundred pounds, five two. I have braces, and my brother is the most popular kid in his fucking high school. So I went through like an. Like a middle rough, school, high school, school. Rough as fuck. So it was high school and middle school. Yeah. And my brother was the shit. Like volleyball star, like this and that. And I, here I am like a, like a fat fuck. <laughs> like I was just way over my BMI scale. Dude. <laughs> like, 
my thyroid was out of fucking control. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> and I had, like, braces, and at night I would have wear, like, headgear. I'm not even kidding. I had, like, three fucking friends. I remember, um, I'm going to give them different names. I'm going to give, um, I'm going to say Stephanie. And, um, I'm going to say his name because I know he would fucking laugh if he listened to this. Kobe. Kobe, if you're listening to this, I fucking love you, mama. <laughs> mama. You'll, you'll see why. And then I'm going to give the other name Susan. So Susan was my best friend. And we did everything together. She was really into One Direction and, like, Gossip Girl and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't. I was into, like, more skins. Like, more, like, edgy, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, um, Kobe was our best friend. And then Stephanie was just, like, our friend that went along with us. And Jada. I'm going to say her real name because she's a cool-ass bitch. And I don't know if she's going to listen to this. But, Jada, if you're listening to this, I fucking love you. And Kobe as well. Yo, if she made it 25 minutes into this, I'm going to be so surprised. This is going to go on for, like, 50 minutes. I guarantee you, yeah. So, um, we were, like, a close group knit, like, friends. Mm-hmm. But we were all very different from each other. Um, Susan went along, and she went to a private high school and stuff like that. And then me, Kobe, Stephanie, and Jada just, like, w- like went to different schools as well. Um, Stephanie, she's doing good. She's doing the same thing. Um, and then Kobe, I remember he was my eighth grade prom date and I liked him. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were like dancing at our eighth grade prom and I thought he was going to kiss me and he did it. And then like years like later, like Kobe's like gay and does like drug, which like Damn. I love him for that now. And like, we kind of always knew, but it was like, I don't know why I thought that was going to happen. <laughs> Like, yeah. Like I really thought, like I don't know what was going through my you fucking mind. You thought you were up with him, like yeah. Like I really thought, like I don't know, my gaydar was like completely off by then. Like yo, I fucking love you, Kobe, and I don't. How do you think your gaydar is now? Amazing. I think my gaydar is because good I'm fucking too. gay. <laughs> like I'm fucking bi, fucking sexual. Yo, um, I get it now. And, like, you know, I had never been kissed before, and, like, I never did anything sexual, so, like, definitely, like, it's gone up by then. I can tell by, like, people's, like, like physical movements and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and, yeah. like, just the way they are as a person. And, yeah. like, Kobe, again, if you're fucking listening to this, I fucking love you. I do not mean to disrespect <laughs> no. you at any cause. I just thought we were going to kiss that one time in eighth grade prom. But I love you. I love you so much. I love what you're doing now. I wish the absolute most for you, and... Again, I fucking love you. Period. Jada as well. She's fucking girl bossing. She's so smart. We love you, Jada. Period. We love you. I'm Kobe. You love Kobe. And we love Kobe. Period. Yeah. How was your middle school? My middle school? Oh my god. That was fucking traumatic. That was literally trauma. No, because you know I haven't had a stable like school life. Life. Literally since I was in fifth grade. So, my brother has, like, some mental issues, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm trying to air this out on the podcast, don't. but you I already have. have you know, I already have, so, you, you know, we're already there. Exactly, we're already there. But, you know, fifth grade, um, he left a school that I was at, and he made me, like, I mean, not made me, but my mom was, like, help him out, you know, go to this different school, like, try to make new friends with him and stuff, so... I went there, and I made a whole bunch of friends. He did it. 
he left <laughs> within like three days, Love literally. It. Yep, literally. And so I stayed there for like a year. I went back to my old school that I was at and I fucking hated it. So I went back to the other school that I was at and then I also didn't like that. And then literally ever since then, I have not had a stable school life. I felt that. I've just been transferring in and out of schools ever since then. I kind of felt that because I, I left in the middle of my sixth grade to like go completely, you know, to another school. Like mm-hmm. new fucking like, people, not characters. Yeah. New fucking people. Yeah. Different environment. Exactly. And then when I got to high school, I was a fucking nerd. Like I was a nerd. I had no friends. The only friend I had was my best friend that I was saying in the beginning of this podcast. And, like, she wasn't even my friend at then. I wanted her so badly to be my friend, though. Because, like, she was just so cool and everybody knew who the fuck she was. And, like, whatever. And then it wasn't until, like, sadly enough, people started becoming friends with me when I lost a bunch of weight. And, like, I dyed my hair blonde. And people are like, oh, she's a girl. Yeah, like, I didn't even want to get into that, but, like, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't until then. Like, I had I had a couple friends that were that had been with me all throughout high school, um, but it was, like, two. And I was, like, in a water polo team, and I was, like, severely fucking, like, made fun of, you know? Like, behind yeah. everyone's backs and stuff. And it sucked, you know, because, like, I really wanted to, like being involved and like i wanted to be friends with these people so badly and it was just like i'm not gonna fucking i'm not gonna fucking change myself to be friends with these people it's not worth it i'm not gonna fucking talk to them in a couple years i feel you exactly and again again like my i never been invited to anything until i was a sophomore in high school and i remember this girl in my class like invited me to something and i remember telling my parents i was at dinner with them like that that would be like my typical friday night eating dinner with my parents and I was like I just got invited to a party and my mom was like so excited for me she's like go like this and that and then my stepdad was like very cautious he was like I want you to be sure like you know like this and that and I was like fuck you (laughs) fuck you you fat fuck and I went and I just like ever since that like that was like my thing like I people started inviting me to more things and it was just like sad kind of because I became really close friends with the people that were, like, popular at my school. But I also were... I was friends with, like, the weird people as well. And, like, the people that I was in theater with and stuff. And I remember this one time. It would never leave my fucking memory. I was walking in the hallways of school with this really popular girl. And I saw... I, like, I said hi to one of those kids I knew. And he wasn't popular at all. He was, like, you know, kind of different from other people and he said hi to me and I was like hey how are you like I hope your day is good and when we left she like talked to me and she goes why did you say hi to him like what's wrong with you why because you know he wasn't in our clique and he was like you know he wasn't like very well known in our school Mm -hmm. and I was just like he's cool like you know like I know him from theater like this and that like he's a cool person and she's like but why and I'm like because why not? You know, he's being fucking nice to me. I'm going to be nice to him back. He yeah, hasn't done real. anything to me. And I was just like... It was always like... Yes, I was very well-known in my school when I was popular. But I wasn't, like, subjected to one clique at my school. I feel that. Yeah. I was friends with everyone. If you're nice to me, I'm going to be fucking nice to you back. Exactly. Yeah. 
I agree. And with to that. this day, I'll, I'll still be that way. Yeah, me too. Even if sure. I have a problem with you, I'm still gonna be nice to you. But I'm gonna know, I'm gonna let you know that like I don't like you, but I'm gonna treat you with respect. Because you're yeah. a fucking human being, and that's what you deserve. Exactly. Yeah. Me too. I feel the same way. How are you sure. in high school? High school was a trip. That was a trip for sure. Mm-hmm. Like that was honestly like. I hit puberty in high school, like, my freshman year, uh-huh. and that was wild, because that was, like, a whole different thing with my parents, you know, my mom and everything. My mom owned a modeling agency, for those who don't know, so you can already imagine. The pressure. Literally, yeah. Like, subconsciously, there's already that pressure, but then also the fact that, like, she was my mom, it was, like, consciously, there's that pressure, you know what I mean? So To please her. Exactly. So, high school was definitely a trip. Um, My freshman year, I just got obsessed with working out. I would literally run every single day. Same. Just run my, all my problems away. I literally literally was in swimming and water polo, and I remember so deep into my eating disorder, I literally would come home from school after swim and water polo practice and dance rehearsal, because I was in musical theater, and I would do fucking cardio for 40 minutes and i would do an ab and leg workout every day yeah like a full body workout that's literally what i would do too i think i want to say i would burn like over like i I burn like 2,000 calories a day and i was barely eating i think so yeah that's pretty accurate for me too i think so yeah yeah it's pretty fucked up it is yeah now i'm like i'll do like 30 minutes of cardio i'm like okay i'm done but then also at the same time like i don't blame my mom for the way that she raised me because that was the way she was it was more subconscious as well. exactly yeah my mom like i know that she genuinely cares about me and all that stuff but like you know the shit that happened in my childhood fucked me up for sure you know but it makes you the person that you are today. exactly and the and person that I am today, I love. Exactly. Like I'm so glad you said that because it's honestly like the way that your parents raised you and the shit you've gone through is going to be like how you are when you have your kids. You know, you're going to treat yeah. them differently. Yeah. Like, yes, you went through that, but also like now you know what not to do. Exactly. I completely agree with that for sure. It's honestly just like. I really think I'm going to give my kids, like, a perfect life. For sure. Me too. Yeah. I honestly think you go through things in life to help others who are going through the same thing and needed the help you once needed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, you know, my my childhood wasn't perfect as well. I, I definitely had good moments, but also, like, I look back at it and I'm like, oh... That's kind of traumatizing. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, like certain moments. You're like, oh, I almost got shot. Yeah, (laughs) literally. Just like shit like that. And it's just like, it makes you put life, your whole life into perspective. Exactly. Yeah. And you're like, in that moment, especially when you're going through it, you're like, I will never do that to my kids. For real. I will never do that to someone. And I feel like as people, like, you and me and people who have gone through, like, similar things. Like, we were talking about this earlier. Like, people that don't have personalities yeah. have never gone through anything. I agree with that. Yeah. And it's, like, it's certain things in your life that make you, like, have these different coping mechanisms that who make you, are. you into who you are. Yeah, yeah, literally. And there's just some people that you meet and you're just like, wow, I know you've never gone through anything. Yeah. In your fucking life. And people like that, like, honestly, I'm, 
not even mad at them. Like, I'm envious. I envy. Literally, them. I'm yeah. so envious. But honestly... Like, people whose parents have a happy marriage and all that stuff. No, like, because I say I envy them, but I really don't. Why? Because I fish... I, like, I wish they would feel the same emotion and the things that I have gone through and you have gone through and everyone has gone through so they can get a different perspective. I get that. Life is imperfect. I get that, yeah. Life is supposed to be messy. That's the thing. I get that. That whole, like, toxic positivity thing. Like, yes, you can make your life as positive as you want, but it's like... I don't even know how to say it. It's like, you can have a perfect life. You can have a positive attitude. You can do this and that. But the end of the day is like, do you, like, how are you supposed to like, like not be a person, but like kind of relate and like. No, I get what you're saying though. And like, especially if you're going into like the medical field or anything, it's just like, how are you supposed to like, talk to your patient and like yeah be fucking like a person and not just like someone who's never gone through the same thing as they have like let's say if you're a therapist and you were like oh i was raped and like i had childhood abuse and this and that and let's say you never went through anything as a like as a therapist you studied to be a therapist but your life was fucking perfect nothing ever bad happened you had like good money coming in this and that how are you supposed to be a therapist and only go off by what you've learned and not experienced is kind of like how I'm like doing this whole ordeal it's just like how do you feel compassion for someone I get that yeah definitely but also like at the same time like when people tell me shit that I haven't experienced I feel for them you know exactly but that's not what I'm saying it's just like since you've been traumatized from, like, or, like, have been through something, like, very hard for yourself, if you've never been through that, I don't think you have the ability to feel for something you've never even, like, come close to. Yeah, like, I would never give advice on something that I've never experienced, for sure. That's what I say. Like, I have a lot of people that come to me for advice on, like, certain things, and it's, like, I always tell them, I'm, like, I might not always have a response, but if you give me fucking two minutes... I will fucking give you an answer, and it might not be the right one, but it's the best I can give you. Yeah. But exactly. it, but I'm going based off of, like, what I've gone through and, like, the emotions I felt. Exactly. But if you have had nothing happen to you and stuff, I'm sorry. Like, you're going to have to go through, like, a stimulation or something. Like, a simulation experience on a fucking Oculus. I honestly <laughs> think that people that say that they've experienced nothing, like, have experience really a little bit of i don't think so really at all really yeah dude at the end of the day we're all fucking people everybody experiences emotions the same way that we experience them you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like even your parents do even if you think your parents relationship is perfect it's probably not like that's what i used to think but you know my parents is not exactly (laughs) so yeah, I mean, I, like, I don't even know, bro, like, for people to just, like, have not gone through anything, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Anyways. I couldn't even imagine to live life like that, to not yeah. have any single trauma at all. 
I feel like I would be like, you remember the episode of SpongeBob where he's like, hi, I'm normal. That, that would be that person. Yo. And I literally have a picture of that person in my mind. It's like a blonde white girl with like blue eyes and like has Yo. a golden retriever and like lives in like South has Carolina. A golden retriever. Like yep. lives in South Carolina. Has no ass. Big titties. Yup. Exactly. Is married. Her husband's in the military. Yup. Literally. <laughs> literally. Is a nurse. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, literally. But yeah, like... Childhood was rough. Like, I'm not trying to offend anyone or, like, make them feel no, little. exactly. I'm like, just saying. We don't want to offend anybody. We're just saying, like, trauma in general is It shapes you into a different person It shapes others. you into a different person. And also, the fact that, like, you can understand that when it comes to other people. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if you haven't experienced trauma, you can't really relate to the other person the same way. Exactly. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Anyways, Miami Music Week. Miami Music Week! Come so, on! Me and Fran are trying to go to 4B. Has he texted you? Did he? I don't even fucking know. What a yeah, fucking he cunt. He hasn't. He left me on fucking delivered. I'm gonna send him my Instagram. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so... We're, I'm trying to see my favorite DJ tomorrow. His name is 4B. Shout out 4B. If you ever fucking listen to Shout this, I doubt 4B. you fucking do. Jersey boy. Jersey boy. I'm a Jersey girl. Let's go. Exactly. And I fucking love him. I saw him live in April for um, Abduction 2021. And he was fucking amazing. Best fucking live performance I've ever seen. And since he's from Jersey, I just really want to like bring Fran along because she is from Jersey. Period. And he plays fucking bops. So, I really want to go, but I'm having a misconception with my ID. You know, the bouncers don't really like me. We're having some problems, you know, the underage shit that happens in Miami. But it's never really an issue. Listen, it's Miami. I as always long have as you issues. know the right people, you're not going to have mm-hmm. a bad night. You know what I mean? You really don't. Exactly. But, yeah, so it's Miami Music Week. I'm not going to Ultra, but Fran is. And I can't believe that Bella's not going to fucking ultra. You want to pay for my ticket? I will pay for your ticket. No, you won't. I literally will. How much <laughs> is it? I don't know. Chris Dusan's selling his ticket. Chris? <laughs> the fact that you've aired out his whole legal name. <laughs> the way that I fucking, like, love fucking play his whole legal name. <laughs> Yo. Forget no, you even heard that. But if he's really aired, like. He is. Really? Yeah. Your cousin is selling it too. I know he is. He doesn't want to go because I'm gone. Ask. Yo, my cousin is an asshole. Can we talk about that? Sure. <laughs> no, because it's really the pettiest fucking shit. Like, we can't even talk about it because if I said it, I would sound like an idiot. I would sound like such a fucking idiot for yeah, saying this shit. Yeah, I know the story. Yeah, literally. The story is so stupid. Like, if it's you guys so, knew, It was, like, a year ago, bro. Literally, like, it was a year ago, and he's still mad. He's and a he's fucking... Still he's still mad. Ha- he's half across the globe, too. <laughs> literally. This guy's in another fucking country, like, 4,000 miles away, and he still hates me. And the fact that we've been best friends Wait, for is 19 he, years... is he where he is right now because he's visiting the girl? The girl. And I know really? that she's fucking so many Italian guys, for sure. I would, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. She definitely is. Oh, my God. 
poor guys yeah. getting played. So I feel bad. For I them, mean, but. we'll we'll catch up on you guys if Francesca buys me to get a fucking ultra. <laughs> I'm trying to fucking move out. <laughs> no, I don't have money if for Bella that. No, comes to Ultra, that's really going to be the highlight of I'll my weekend. I'll record the whole time. That's going to be the highlight of my fucking weekend, I swear. <laughs> like, I swear, even my coworkers, like, I work at a fucking clinic, and, like, they're all fucking partying this weekend. I'm the only one who's like... Dude, it's Miami Music Week. I don't have money. Why are you at home? Like, I don't have money, that's why. I'm trying to move out. Everybody has money, come on. I'm trying to move out. It's Miami. You can afford a $20 drink. I know I can't. <laughs> I have $3 in my fucking account, 40 in my savings. No. <laughs> I have $40 in my savings account. I just opened a savings Dude. account. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. 44 amen. minutes. We've already been 44 minutes on this I think bitch. we should end it here. We should end it here. Listen, guys, y'all are fucking real if you made it this far into yeah. it. Like, cheers for real. Chris, I'm sorry for fucking airing you out. Yo. But I'm trying... Listen, I'm- at least I'm fucking sponsoring your fucking ultra ticket, you fuck. Yo. <laughs> Seb, same to you, bro. I don't love you, but I wish you the best in life, for real. Cheers to that. Bye, bitches. Bye, bitches.